Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life Chat. I'm Laura Timmons, Marketing Analyst for EMC National Life. And I'm Anna Coleman, Marketing Communications Coordinator. We're your hosts for today's podcast. At EMC National Life, our purpose is to improve lives. And one way we're doing that is through our 2023 agent education campaign, Healthy Life. Each month, we're focusing on different aspects of wellness and how we can incorporate balance and wellness into our everyday lives. During the month of September, we're highlighting environmental wellness. To help us with our discussion on environmental wellness, I'd like to introduce our guest, Danny Nielsen, who is currently a photographer and videographer for Wake County in Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome, Danny. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us a little more about yourself and your experience in the environmental space and kind of why you decided to study this field? Yeah, um, I guess it all kind of started in high school. I was really involved in just taking photos and videos outside and it kind of just was a passion of mine. A lot of that, I ended up traveling and seeing a bunch of different places. And uh, I think subconsciously, I just developed this connection to nature. And so then when I went to college, I wanted to study environmental science and just see what kind of field I could get myself into. Um, I really wanted to work outdoors and just be able to help other people and help myself in terms of education, learn more about the outdoors and just the benefits of spending time outside in it. And so then I graduated and I worked in some ag research and then I ended up switching and doing video work for the Department of Agriculture. Um, and now I am a video producer for Wake County. And so it's a little bit less environmentally focused, but still my whole background kind of influences the work I do today. And with Wake County, I get to do some pretty cool things that involve the parks and the outdoors, um, which is what I'm still passionate about. Very cool. Well, to kick off our conversation, um, can you tell us what environmental wellness means to you? Yeah, I think I think it's a very uh, interesting word, environmental wellness, because I think a lot of people take it different directions. Like it can mean so many different things. For me, I guess, um, there's like two, it's a twofold thing. One is it's your environmental wellness. So it's like how you connect with all of your environments, whether it's, you know, being outside, whether it's at work, whether it's at your house. Um, but then I also think environmental wellness is kind of like your care for the environment, more meaning the natural environment side of things. So, you know, how you spend time outside in addition to what you are doing in your life to uh, to coexist with nature in the natural environment. And I actually think that they tie pretty well hand in hand because a lot of uh, environmental wellness, in my opinion, is also pretty beneficial for the environment. So, um, you know, even just like biking to work, you know, that's great for your environmental wellness, but it's also great for the environment. So I think, I think like you can kind of approach it from both directions. Um, and I think a lot of times they end up tying together, which is great for your environmental wellness and for the environment. I like that answer. Very comprehensive, covers a lot of different aspects. Um, so how do you incorporate environmental wellness into your everyday life? Taking care of the environment and also taking care of yourself is an ever-changing thing. So there's always different things that impact your life and you're going to go through phases and you're going to go through, you know, harder times, easier times. But I would say for me personally, been trying each week with a friend to go on a hike at a different park because I think that was something I didn't intentionally mean to do. Uh, we just went on our first hike and then the next week was like, you want to go on another hike? And we ended up just choosing different places. And I think that's a really cool thing 
Um, it allows you to get out in your community and like get out in your area. And I think that's a big part of your environment is all the different places you know. A lot of people are nervous and scared to go to places they haven't been to and they don't know what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, especially when it comes to parks, but they're so accepting and they're so open to people and they want people there. And so that's been a good thing um, that we've been trying to do now that we do it is going out to find a different area and then go on a little hike. Um, and it, it doesn't even have to be long. Sometimes it's only 45 minutes, you know? And then I think uh, for wellness, like running and walking is really healthy. And that's something I try and do as often as I can. It can be really hard sometimes, especially depending on the weather. And then in the summers, you know, try and grow some produce, try and plant some things that maybe you can eat. Or if not, you just spend time outside gardening. Um, I like to do that a lot. I'd say those are the things that are in my everyday life. There are always things that like I aspire to do more, but those are kind of the the key things that I end up doing. Those are great. Laura, do you have any ways that you incorporate environmental wellness? Yeah. And so I, it would be generous to call them hikes, but there are some um, <laughs> really nice local parks and nature preserves mm -hmm. and things like that that have some really great walking trails. So my husband and I like to go do one of those typically once a week, but again, the weather in the Midwest can be a little bit temperamental. So we, we do what we can there. Do like to get outside and not really gardening. I'd love to put in a good vegetable garden, but um, we moved from a condo into, into a house with a large backyard <laughs> and a lot of mature trees. So just doing upkeep out there has been really nice. And then there are a couple other things that we've done sort of to improve the environmental wellness, like in our home, I've been working on removing really sort of like all of the plastics from our kitchen. So like cookware, Tupperware, things like that. I've replaced them all with stainless steel and um, cast iron and glass storage containers, things like that. We do try to recycle as much as we can. And we've been working on using more like local seasonal produce, but in the Midwest, once you get into the winter, that can be pretty <laughs> slim pickings. <laughs> so we just kind of do our best with all of that. What about you, Anna? Yeah, I would agree with all those. I Trying to get outside is really important, especially kind of if you're in a rut, just getting some fresh air really helps a lot. Thinking sustainably, I feel like a lot of people are trying to be more sustainable these days. So like recycling, reusing things. I like to thrift a lot or like buy secondhand instead of buying new or instead of throwing things away, donating. And especially one thing that I do a lot more recently is um, shopping with like reusable bags and trying not to use the plastic bags at stores. It's the little things that count. Awesome. Well, I'm kind of building off of that. I think we've mentioned it a little bit so far, but what are some other ideas of ways people can be environmentally friendly and cultivate environmental wellness? There's so many options for people. The, the route that I usually tend to go is local, you know, find things around you that you can do. Um, I think I think people have begun to realize how important that is, not only for the environment, but also for your local economy. Like it's so beneficial and it can also be beneficial for you. It can be cheaper. It can be easier. Some easy things right off the bat. I think thrifting is huge. You know, buying things secondhand, finding finding somewhere that you can get it secondhand, whether that's a garage sale, whether that's, um, you know, just a secondhand store. I think also you can go to the farmer's market, but you can also just meet the people and have interactions like that. Transportation is huge just because like when you look at the data, like transportation is a huge pollutant. So finding ways in which you can reduce your transportation, walking, biking, uh, carpooling, remote work is kind of big for that. Uh, it's beneficial in a lot of ways. It has its negative effects on environmental wellness too, because uh, a lot of times people end up 
being stuck in a certain place for work nonstop. That's not necessarily the best spot for work, but um, I think the local approach to it is really good. So eating at local places, going to the farmer's market, um, and then secondhand. And I also think it's maybe unpopular, but I do think consuming less as a whole is also really beneficial. If you don't even have it in the first place, you don't have to worry about recycling. You don't have to worry about reusing it. So just consuming a little bit mm-hmm. less, but that's not that's not possible for everyone. And I also think it's a huge point to also like notice like your health will come before a lot of these things. And not everyone can afford to be sustainable or be environmental with a lot of their decisions. Um, so your health and wellness does take precedent to a lot of those things, I think, as well. So just being able to put yourself in a position where you can make those decisions is big. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Kind of changing paces a little bit. Can you shed some light on the linkage between like spending time outdoors and the benefits of our mental health? So you mentioned like your health takes precedence before some of these things. But I think spending time outdoors, that's something you can do for free. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't cost anything. There's a lot of books and research that go into explaining how spending time outside, spending time in nature is really beneficial for your health. And a lot of those go into, they don't, you don't have to be in a, in a national park. You don't have to be in a huge forest. There's green spaces built in a lot of urban areas for these reasons because they know the impacts that it has on people. Um, and so even just spending 30 minutes a day outside in these green spaces, it calms you a lot. It, it can be linked to reducing health issues and allowing people to be connected with nature. And I think that that also ties into the first part um, of environmental wellness that I think people are starting to value more is the the state of the environment. Just being able to have that connection will build people's education and build their caringness for, you know, nature. And I think that's huge in environmental wellness in the other direction. So I think I think they can both go hand in hand. I saw a study that said 120 minutes spending time outdoors can reduce stress and anxiety and it's linked to positive health effects. That's motivating me to spend more time outside, especially since fall has just arrived and mm-hmm. in yeah. Iowa, especially. Have you heard have you heard <laughs> of the term grounding where you just like go outside barefoot? No. Like ground yourself to the earth. <laughs> I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. <laughs> that though. might be like a very crunchy thing to say, but it's like I mean, I think I think it's wonderful. Just the small things. Yeah. It, the connection is definitely there. So we have different environments in our lives. Um, what are some ways that we can work on our physical environments, like our homes and our workspaces to make to help encourage our environmental wellness? Having plants in your house, it's really good for your air quality in your house. Um, and I also think it it also helps you develop that connection with nature. I think having more natural things in your house is cool. It looks pretty, you know, it's aesthetic, but it's also there's also other positive effects to it. The benefits of natural sunlight is huge. And I think, like you were saying, reducing single-use plastics, not only for your own health, but for the health of the planet. I would say just reducing your consumption in your house, your energy consumption, everything, um, but also creating a space that's beneficial for you. So making sure you're comfortable with it, you're connected to it. I think that's really big, especially with remote work being so popular. If you can feel connected to your environment, not necessarily the natural environment, just the environments that you're in, that'll help your mental health as well. And also, you know, with as far as technology has come, I think there's also benefits to removing technology from your spaces sometimes. Not necessarily, you know, all your spaces, but maybe you have a space that's a lot less. I know a lot of people um, like don't bring their phone into their bedroom. You know, it's like a space that you keep technology out of. Finding what connects you and what helps you um, be mentally present uh, is huge. This has inspired me to try and get some good houseplants going again. I don't (laughs) have much of a green thumb, but... Succulents are a good first step. They're not a lot of work. That's I'll start with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll get a little air plant for my desk at work. Yeah. You can help me keep it alive, Anna. (laughs) 
So thank you so much, Danny, for joining us today. This was a really great discussion. And as I've mentioned, I've been personally motivated to take a few things away. So hopefully um, our listeners have too. We are all about improving lives here at EMC National Life. Environmental wellness is key to maintaining a healthy quality of life. It also positively benefits your mental and physical health, which can lower your life insurance premiums, making it easier to provide peace of mind to those you love. And this episode is part of our Healthy Life campaign where we're striving to improve lives through balance and wellness. Visit our microsite at emchealthylife.com for podcast episodes, articles, social media content, and more. If you have any ideas or questions for future podcast episodes, please email us at lifechat at emcnl.com. The link will be in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on environmental wellness. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah.